Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, depending on where you're tuning in. Welcome to my live show. My name is Fanny Dunnigan. And every week, every Thursday, I come to you and share and highlight content creators, experts in a variety of industries, people that lead with their heart and have them share their tips and advice across a whole variety of topics. So welcome everybody. Let's see who is tuning in today. We have Marie Chantel, welcome from Plano. Welcome and Mary from Blacksburg, Virginia. Welcome Mary, good to see you on here. Hey, Mark Reynolds, Farmersville, Texas, our mutual ABTP board member. Uh, Mary, another Mary. <laughs> All the Marys are here to support Micro Shell. <laughs> Tuning in from Highland Village as well. Oh, Mike, hey, from Frisco. Welcome, welcome. And um, Mike is looking for his next leadership role um, in IT. And uh, I do want to encourage all of you in the comments to please feel free to network with each other, share your uh, expertise, let people know what you do, and please connect with each other, mingle with each other, make some friends, make some new connections. This is the place to network. Okay. And there's Chuck, <laughs> Sal. Oh, good to see you. Sal, HR executive. Um, for those of you in the HR industry, definitely connect with Sal. Lawrence, our fellow friend from ABTP, welcome from Plano, Texas. And Sentoso, oh, UTA from Plano. I'm so glad you could join us. Wonderful, wonderful. So definitely take advantage of the opportunity to network with each other in the comments and please mingle as the show progresses. This week's content tip of the week is all about creating, even if you're uninspired. And this content tip came about because <laughs> I've had a rough week and um, you know, certain members of my family were sick and um, it's been tough, but I wanted to come on here to remind people that even when you're uninspired, even when you're having a rough week, be consistent and continue to create content. There's going to be days, even for me, I just wanted to crawl into bed and not show up, not create, not post, not engage. And if you really want to build a brand, if you're serious about building a brand, show up anyways. Show up even when you don't feel like it. Show up even when you're uninspired. Even if you don't want to get on video, put up a post around your favorite quote. Maybe it's a quote that gets you up in the morning. Maybe it's a quote that inspires you when you're down. Share that instead. So my content tip of this week is nice and short. And it's a reminder for you out there that we all have rough weeks. We all have rough days. We have rough months um, and 2020 has certainly been a challenging year, but take the time out and build your brand, create consistency. And even if you don't feel inspired, I bet you have more reserve and more strength and more power and more expertise than you realize. So create even when you're uninspired.
And that's my content tip of the week. This week, we are going to talk about networking in the digital age. And for me, I didn't always enjoy networking. I think because I had lots of preconceived notions about it. And I thought everybody just wanted to go to an event and sell something. And uh, while there is a lot of events that might be like that, the guests that are joining me this week are not like that. Um, my guests this week are true servant leaders. They have the biggest hearts and I've so enjoyed interacting and meeting them over the last two years. And we're all going to talk about networking. We're all technology professionals. And so if you're a technology professional, make sure you hit a like in the comments below and say hashtag technology professional. And uh, let me introduce them to you right now. Firstly, I want to introduce you to Mike Rochelle, VP Hello. of Cloudix and Metaguru, President of Association of Business Technology Professionals of DFW. Wow. <laughs> that's a big <laughs> mouthful. Yeah. And then we have Chuck Van Der Weel, um, SVP Directors yeah. of Software mm -hmm. Development Management and Business Technology Networking Group chairman welcome guys i'm so excited to have you guys on the show very excited to be here thank I'm very you. excited thank you <laughs> thank you for joining me um i want to start with a story real quick for those of you out there this is this is a perfect example of the power of networking because i actually first met chuck at a networking event called geek meet and uh, a fellow IT recruiter introduced us, Brandon Barber. So shout out right. to Brandon Barber. Go and Brandon. Uh, yeah, and so Chuck and I just started chit-chatting at this networking event. And then I think nothing came of it really. We talked about content creation and building a brand, but then a few months later he reached out, we ended up working together. And then a few months after that, he introduced me to the Association of Business Technology Professionals, mm -hmm. and I got to meet Mike Rochelle, who's the president of that um, organization. And then from there, through, through a series of events and our love of video, our love of branding, yeah. I don't know if I got dragged in or subtly here, <laughs> got roped here in. Here we are, here we are. <laughs> And I ended up on the board as well, helping to market the association. But it's fantastic. been a wonderful journey. And right here, the three of us and all the other members of ABTP, that is the power of networking. I mean, From I don't have a mic, but I'm going to give you a pen drop because that was just <laughs> phenomenal. I mean, oh my gosh. One chance meeting, Chuck. That, to that, look that, at us right? now, two years right? later, right? right. I, I mean, the, I, I think we're done. The power of, of networking, right? <laughs> we're <Yeah>. done. <laughs> uh, well, Chuck, while, while you're chatting right here, please give a brief introduction about yourself, and I'll pull up your LinkedIn so folks sure. can connect with you. Uh, so I'm an executive technologist. I've uh, been in leadership for over a decade, and uh, you know, I, I, I lead with uh, building cutting edge technology solutions uh, to support businesses and their operations. Um, you know, I want to help people embrace uh, th their market opportunities, understand their market risks and uh, realize their market opportunities through technology solutions. 
And that's what I like to bring to the table. So uh, I have passion for people and their success. And uh, I, uh, if, if they're not successful, I haven't done my job. That's my motto and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, awesome. and for any, any, for any potential hiring uh, leaders out there, Chuck has been a phenomenal uh, asset to our association, both from building our business technology networking group, which he'll talk about a little later, uh, but also in getting our, ne our next membership system ready to go. He's been working behind the scenes, uh, really helping us put together user requirements that are phenomenal uh, so that we know that the, so the system that we select will actually service our members in a way that, uh, that the, the new world uh, demands. Absolutely. So it's an awesome asset. So thanks, Chuck. for Yeah. yeah. And there's his profile right, right there. So make sure you connect with Chuck if you don't know him already. And then Mike, please introduce yourself. Yeah, so I have a couple of different hats uh, that I'll talk about. First are the passion ones. So uh, the Association for Business Technology Professionals, I've been involved with uh, what was AITP from about 2008, uh, but I've been president for the last five years. And we're just a group of people that, that are servant leaders, who are givers, who like to, to uh, have a, a point of view that's ethical in the business place. And that's kind of what we do there. I'm also an adjunct professor at Dallas Baptist University. I teach a prod dev ops class, which originally was just dev ops, but I added prod because it, it helps make sense of what it is that you're going to develop. And then professionally, I'm the vice president of Cloudix and MetaGuru uh, for cloud services delivery. Uh, we're a Microsoft Gold partner, and, uh, and what we do is help people bring their dreams to life. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. Awesome. So make sure you all connect with them. And uh, so, Mike, tell us a bit more about the Association of Business Technology Professionals, because that's kind of like our our, our network group, our association. Yeah. How did it come about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it started back in, believe it or not, 1952. There was an association of machine accountants that got together to figure out what they were going to do with these tech, these computers. Um, and associations used to be a big deal in, uh, in companies because it's a way for you to associate with people that do similar things to you. Uh, so they gathered in 52. In the 60s, it became the Data Processing Management Association. For some of our older uh, viewers, they'll remember that as the organization that in, in their college experience. Um, I think in the 90s, it became the Association for Information Technology Professionals. And then just two years ago, we changed it to business. So it was accounting to data, to information, to business. Uh, and we're really about just getting together as a group, figuring out what yeah. the trends are, uh, helping each other uh, build our network, but also to build our business together. Um, and we create an ecosystem uh, where when you are looking for somebody that you trust to do something for you, uh, you have a number of people that you can lean on either to do it for you or to make a recommendation on people that they've used in the past. Yep. So that's what the association in, in a nutshell is. Awesome. Thank you. And sure. then Chuck is um, the chairman of the Business Technology Networking Group. Yep. And that's kind of like the brother <laughs> of ABTP, right? I don't know. Uh, child, something. I don't, I don't know. 
<laughs> no, uh, Tell us know, about business technology networking groups. So when I first joined the group, and, and Mike, you can interject if you want here, it was called TANG, uh, Texas uh, Executive Networking Group. Technology Executive Technology. Network. Okay, so it was really actually geared towards technology, and the bylaws with that group didn't have the ability to span into just, you know, business technology. You know, in this day and age, everybody uses technology. We, we're all a bit of a technologist in one way or another, so we didn't want to exclude anybody from, you know, coming in there and saying, hey, my name's Chuck, I'm looking for a new job. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of like an AA meeting, but it's much more supported. Uh, no, I'm, I'm serious. I mean, it really is. It, it's a humble, it's a humbling experience. I mean, if you think about it, right? Meeting, Chuck. No, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, that's my other meeting after this. Yeah. Uh, no, um, you know, it's, it's humbling to go into a, a meeting setting and saying, gosh, you know, my experience was 22 years with one company. Boom. All of a sudden, I'm no longer there. Uh, it was the year 2014, and I found myself uh, trying to figure out how to navigate through uh, the new job market. Uh, you know, and, and if I can expound, you know, it was it was 22 years earlier. I printed my resume out on a dot matrix printer and put oh my, my suit on, yes. put my suit dot on, and knocked on doors. You know, we we didn't have these these wonderful devices back then. It was all you know word of mouth and and going around knocking on doors. So similarly, what we do now. We're knocking on doors. We're doing it just face to face. And uh, through this COVID era, we've been doing it obviously online and every avenue that we possibly can to help people out uh, in these trying times. Absolutely. So for those of you in the comments that have been to ABTP or BTNG events, let us know in the comments below and let us know what value you've gotten from it. We'd love to see you out there in the comments. So, and, so, Fanny, if I may, yeah. one of the differentiators of our group is that if a lot of places, if you're an executive and you are in between roles, you can't join them because you don't have a title. Uh, in our organization, we, in, we invite everybody to come and we treat you like a member. And what I mean by that is that you get into our events for membership rates. Uh, we invite you to our uh, special events just like we do members. Um, and our only ask is that once you land somewhere that you join as a member and then give it back to the next person. Um, so it's it's really powerful from that perspective. And that's why I think Chuck has done a great job in building both BTNG and as a byproduct, our our friend base in the uh, ABTP world. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I just realized I went on a complete tangent. I didn't even answer your question. BTNG was came after ABT or uh, Tang T E N G. We started out as about four people. I was a member there, and it was really great. I met Sally Bennix there, uh, and um, you know we we discussed the opportunities that were at hand and exchanged information. So the beginning of networking, building relationships. Um, from there, uh, we grew over time, and uh, um, uh, John Freinout was our our previous chairman and you know he landed a job and it was took him to Fort Worth and uh, he he said Chuck would you like to continue doing what we're doing I said yes and you know it's a way of paying it forward so what do we do we bring guest speakers in to help you on your uh, job search journey uh, providing you with just golden nuggets and I call them dangling carrots to to allow you to see what's available in DFW there there we go there's our 2020 in retrospect uh, being pulled up there. Those are all my guest speakers for 2020. 
uh, starting with Lawrence Lockman, and I believe he's on this call here. So yeah, Lawrence, Lawrence. Shout out to Lawrence. Lawrence, man. I, you know what a testimony. Uh, Fourteen month journey looking for a job, and and he landed. And then there's then there's the Who You Know group, uh, Trevor Houston and and uh, Foster Williams, Mark Elder. Shout out to those guys. Uh, they came in and and did their do did what they did. You know, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And and matter yeah. of fact, Fanny, you introduced me to them. Yeah, uh, you did we, I, on, on that radio show. And uh, you know, there's Mark Goldberg, Matthew Harrington. I see, I see Lisa Lowry. There's Rick, Lawrence. He's in the comments. <laughs> Pastor Earl uh, Hammonds was on my show for an inspirational moment uh, on the the Jesus uh, principle. Uh, we've got Terry Sullivan, LinkedIn optimization guru, uh, uh, and, and then just a host of other folks that have been with us. It, it, it was a great year in retrospect, and I had a blast putting that that uh, presentation together. Absolutely. So who who are people that would um, benefit from joining BTNG and joining us every week, every month? So we like to say business and technology leaders in transition. So we look at management and above and we try to help you out the best we can. Um, I can point you to, you know, if you're more HR oriented, we can point you that direction. If you're uh, management uh, versus, uh, you know, IT or just whatever vertical you're looking for. Um, I, between the three of us and the rest of the board, I think we know people we could help uh, uh, introduce you to. That, and that's the other thing. It's all about who you know, right? So somebody yes, reaches sir. out to me and says, uh, Chuck, uh, I'm looking for a job. I'm in this industry. Matter of fact, Mike, I just hooked you up with uh, Mr. Brad Cope. That's you right. Tell that, you want to tell that story real quick? Sure. So I I, I think it's connected to Robert Hunt, who's one of our speakers this year. Yep. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, we met, uh, Chuck asked me to lunch with Brad and Brad actually has a background in marketing. So, uh, you know, we got together for lunch. Uh, we chatted about what it is that he wanted to do. And right there on the spot, uh, based on the target list, he he came prepared, so it was, which was kind of cool. He had a bunch of targets in the Metroplex and we literally live went on to LinkedIn Live and uh, connected him with four different people on my in my network uh, who all responded to him. Now, whether or not there was a job there, that's another story. It's usually the person that knows the person that has the job, right? So it's not always going to be the first person. So uh, he was introduced to Chuck by Robert. He was introduced to me by Chuck. And uh, now I introduced him to four people who are helping him in the various uh, organizations that he's looking for. Um, and I typically have, you know, one or two of those kinds of uh, networking, either lunches or coffees per week as a result of BTMG meetings or ABTP meetings. So, Absolutely. you know, part yeah. of the deal is to get into the ec ecosystem, come and meet people. And even in the age like we're doing right now, you know, when you can't get together physically all the time, uh, connect with people in the chat rooms yep. who are people of affinity, right? People follow Fanny because she has a positive energy. She's very uh, gregarious and very thoughtful Thank you. and helpful. <laughs> and she'll actually make you do things that you don't want to do. <laughs> right? All so, from the heart, though. All from the heart. <laughs> All with love. When you, when you get in that, that ecosystem, right? That kind of the, the eagle soaring with other eagles. You can, you can learn things from them. You can uh, 
uh, get an updraft, I guess, is another way to add to that metaphor uh, that helps you go on. Absolutely. Yeah. And speaking of learning, I mean, all through 2020, uh, yeah. we learned. And yeah. uh, walk us through some of the guests that we've had over the 2020 year. Yeah. So, uh, so Rusty Kennington, who at that time was the CIO company. I'm sorry, he was the CIO at uh, Corsicana Mattress at that time. Yeah. Um, he actually talked about how to build a great team for about the first 30 minutes. And then he brought his whole leadership team from the, the uh, Corsicana Mattress. And they talked about how he was actually doing what he was talking about. So it's a, it's a part of the walk the walk, right? Don't just talk the talk. Yeah. Uh, Rusty is a is is a is a great guy and and uh, carried that one uh, very well. We did that one in person. That was January. And then Paula, who used to be on our board, she's now our advisory board as is Rusty. Um, uh, talked to us about ethical reorganization. So a lot of the the zeitgeist of the of the age right now before COVID was anxiety about how companies are treating people, right? I think COVID has actually helped resolve some of that because people, because companies had to respond in a humane way. Uh, but that was a fabulous uh, conversation that we had yeah. with Paula. And then guess what? COVID happened, <laughs> and, uh, and we had to invent our way, right? So we started using Streamyard, like Fanny's using here. Uh, Bob Reyes, the CIO at Corgan, came and talked to us from his home. It was the first one we did remote. Uh, about what he's learned and had, had a really uh, bunch of Bobisms that really helped us out. Yeah. Uh, Ed, Ed Marks has been in the Metroplex for many, many years, uh, healthcare uh, digital transformation. Uh, he's the CDO for uh, HBI now, but has been at Texas Health Resources and the Cleveland Center and many other uh, leading organizations across the country for uh, healthcare. Um, oh, then we had James Alexander, who's the senior vice president at Infotech Research. Uh, he had our first panel in COVID and talked about what is the new normal and really talked about what the trends are. We'll get back to, to uh, Infotech in just a second. We're actually partners with them and members get special access to portals that have access to information that the public doesn't have regarding COVID because of our membership and, and por uh, partnership with them. Uh, Tom Sweet has been a long-term, a long-time member and advocate of a ABTP. Yep. Uh, he shared hey, how- Hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. Is Tom here? No, I said, no. yay, Tom. <laughs> we'll just shout out to him. He's been, he's been a big part, yes. So we had a, a great panel with him as well to, to add value. Uh, Renee Arrington and uh, Mark Shore from the recruiting side of the business and Kim Morris, a great friend and uh, CIO at Hoffman. Absolutely. And then to wrap up the year. Oh, the wrap up the year, we had the fabulous Elise Cortez. She's actually been coming for the last couple of meetings that we had in That's person good. with Dr. Pele and Brian uh, Williams with her new book, uh, Pioneering the World We Want to Work In. And that was, uh, that was her passion project. Been working with her for, I was networked to her 20 years ago by a friend wow. Uh, when I was looking for a speaker at my leadership class, um, I met Rob uh, Bob Hunt through uh, the uh, DFW Tech Prayer Breakfast. I think it was Steve uh, Helms that introduced me to Robert, and uh, he did a fabulous job on building a culture of accountability. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Pele, who can who can forget him? He he actually sang us a song. So fun. Today. 
Yeah, I sang that song for like a week after the second. <laughs> and then Brian, Brian Williams really kind of closed our year uh, and brought it home on authentic communication, talking about um, how he personally uh, had to deal with this anxiety that yeah. we all felt for COVID and the racial tensions that are happening um, and really kind of brought our racial journey conversation uh, to a conclusion. So it was a really powerful conversation. Yeah. And, yeah. and we're looking forward to a great next year, too. Absolutely. Like I said, what a, a year in review and is just like a, we did all that. Oh, my gosh, that that was incredible. Yeah. Despite COVID, right, exactly. <laughs> despite being from our room and from our like offices yeah. at home. Yeah. But looking back, I mean, like what? You know, Chuck, what do you think has worked and what hasn't worked as as far as networking events and continuing to build community and, and connections? So, you know, right out of the gateway, I mean, it was it was Zoom technology, right? It was it was let's let's embrace the new normal, as people say. But, uh, you know, you get six, eight months into that and talk to people about their Zoom sessions because we all went kind of crazy bonkers on it. You know, <laughs> uh, well, you know, everybody yeah. that's on my my networking uh, or job seekers list, you know, had a Zoom session and, and I found myself going to them and it was a great opportunity to to be again, to to be known right uh, as an organization and what we what we offer people. Um, but at the same time, week after week became a, a bit of a burnout because if you don't have new content, although you may have new people coming in, you know, your, your, your people get bored with your content and move on to another. Um, I think that these Zoom uh, fatigue. Yeah. 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 It, it really is. So, you know, and then again, we're all social people. We, we don't want to meet online. We, I'd rather be with you guys right now and you know we could go get uh an appetizer afterwards and and some soft drinks and we'll, we'll be happy right but instead we are confined to our homes and and so it's it's a balance and i and i hear it from everybody you know i, I love the technology don't get me wrong we wouldn't yeah. be here if, it, if we didn't have it yeah. but i'd rather be in person with you guys because i love you yeah. yeah mike what's worked for you and what do you think hasn't worked yeah, so I mean, I think we had to exercise some new skills with these broadcasts, right? So I, probably our first broadcast was a little rough. Um, even into the, the end of the year, this year, we tried to do in-person and remote simultaneously. And I'll tell you, technically, it's very, very difficult to do, right? Yes. We've, yes. we've done yeah. it sort of one month, and then one month, it was really, really rough. Yeah, we skinned our knees a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I go to, and we uh, did it in front of the public. <laughs> right, right. So with Mary Leone, I go to the uh, Success North Dallas, right, yeah. and uh, and they're having similar growing pains, trying to figure out how they're using Zoom, um, and trying to keep the feedback from happening when somebody online speaks when there is a mic in the room. Is there's just something that's not happening, and we haven't figured out yet. Yeah. So. Some of it is that we want to we want to enable everybody in the way that they're comfortable, uh, but it, uh, it it takes some some hardware and some understanding that we don't quite have. Yet, yeah, right. For those so, people but, out there, there's certainly a business in being able to like coordinate the audio and video for in-person and virtual events. Like that's that business should explode right now. Yeah, I'm sure it is. But but see, with that, there's opportunity, right? So now we are known as a group that does a monthly live broadcast. Before, yeah. 
we were doing the live broadcast for two years and hardly anybody came. Right. Because yeah. it was it was an afterthought. And it, it was so common to just do networking in person, right? That they weren't looking for those kinds of things. Well, now we get as many or more views online after the event than we do live during the event, which yeah. is, you know, is here on, on uh, your And show. I think we've kind of yeah. really increased our reach. Right? People yeah. from other parts of the country can tune in, other That's parts right. of the world can tune in. I mean, I think that part I see is this huge positive. Yeah, I mean, that's, that is a definition of new normal. I mean, yeah. we, we will continue to embrace well, it. Yeah. So the other thing that's worked too is that we've reset our mind on what a good networking event looks like. So, what, so the example would be when Dr. Pele couldn't travel because he had, he had a sinus surgery, Mm -hmm. uh, the week of, it was an emergency thing right before he spoke. Yeah. So he couldn't travel. So the people that were in the audience didn't feel short and short changed that he wasn't there physically, right? Yeah. Because yeah. everybody used to looking online to see the, the, <laughs> the person or whatever. So, yes. so we as a species, I think, have expanded what good looks like too. Yeah. So, we, you know, we're in a, in a time when you don't have a lot to celebrate, it's fun to just celebrate uh, growth and and our ability to to uh, respond to whatever situation we have. Absolutely. Yeah. Adapt, so, adaptation. Exactly. Adaptation for sure. Um, so as we move forward, right? Like I wanted to, because both of you have really kind of developed methods and ways to to build a network, right? And you know, Mike as as president of ABTP, and you know, you're you're also kind of a sales professional basically for um and you know marketer in a way for cloudix and metaguru your your parent companies right? right your employers how have you continued to kind of build your network in this virtual world to meet potential guests that we could have at abtp as well as to meet potential clients how have you continued to do that in in this virtual world yeah so so i've been a social media junkie from the very beginning, right? <laughs> uh, but it really wasn't until I met you, Fanny, that I started doing more video. I mean, for, oh, for yeah. Honestly, you know, yeah. I still remember us three doing our first video together to promote yeah. ABTP with the little yeah. smartphone. Exactly. We did, yeah. After, yeah, yeah, yeah. After the meeting, exactly. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. uh, so some, so sometimes it's just getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that kind of goes into the same thing about being in a room where you don't know people, right? So get comfortable with looking a fool sometimes. I mean, it is life. And I, and at some, at some level, I just turn off the self-criticism and just do it. Right. So, um, Fanny and Fanny invites me to do things and I feel compelled to do it because I'm like, I'm not going to let her down. Right. So she, <laughs> you, should do, you should do a, a, a Tuesday video every time you go to class, right. At GBU. So I did it. And I, I mean, a lot of people have enjoyed that right yeah. now. It's not super deep content. I'm really basically just talking about what we're talking about in the classroom, how we're doing, you know, talking about flow and feedback and continual learning, which is what the DevOps movement is about. Right. Which comes from lean technologies. So I just like throw little 90 second clips up there. Yeah. Uh, but it's gotten some notoriety. I, I met somebody the other day that I didn't know who knew me uh, because of that. 
Yeah. So, so that's the way that you start building brand for uh, the various things that you're doing in life. Now, what I choose to do too is to give forward, right? So I, I have passion projects, like I talked about with ABTP and my in my teaching, um, which I which I believe leads to business down the road, right? Because I want to give to the community first. I want to give to individuals first. I want to uh, be known as a trustworthy uh, person who can provide value. And then whenever we get into a business conversation, a lot of people say, what do you do anyway? Right. And then I go into how we build BI solutions or we do managed services and all those things that are an afterthought to a lot of the, the uh, stuff that I'm doing online. Um, and then, you know, uh, Dr. Pele actually saw one of our broadcasts of the uh, ABTP meeting and pinged me and said, hey, I would like to speak at your event, right? So you so, attracted a guest through so a video. Yeah. A speaker, right. And yeah. so the thing about ABTP, we're a not-for-profit, a 501c6. We just got uh, re, uh, reset up as a Texas uh, uh, incorporation again as ABTP DFW. Thanks to Bill Fly, if you're on, uh, for doing all that great work. Bill, by the way, has been a member since 1972 networking. Wow. So if you, if you can beat that, uh, let's talk. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, that, and actually, just a quick point, even for those videos that you do at DBU, yeah. um, he, here's another challenge for you. I was thinking okay, about it as you're okay. talking. No, <laughs> but no, it'd be no, so no, cool because... No. Part of those videos, so for those of you, definitely connect with Mike and make sure you go check out his DBU videos, Dallas um, Baptist University. But like even just like a tour of the campus, I always like catching glimpses of the, yeah. the background as you're talking because I've, I still, I love college campuses. Oh, There's something very like nostalgic about visiting college campuses. Yeah. And so a part of me would love to see a tour. So maybe you can yeah. take us on a tour yeah. of DBU. So I'm in, I'm in. So at, so at some level you have seen a tour because what I did is yeah. I went to a different spot every week. And I don't know, we want to go there and have I've enjoyed the that. That's what I've oh, enjoyed. Well, post COVID we'll do a tour and we'll do that. Uh, it is yeah. a beautiful place and it's not just the place, it's the spirit right and i literally think that it's not it is a it is a spiritual place because it is a christian university but also any university has a spirit of learning right which is contagious and that's why we're so excited that we have students that come to our meetings as well and our members I forgot to talk about that earlier so all the oh, yeah. masters program students are a part of our program uh, they get free membership and why do we do that? Because we want to engage them while they're learning. And then internships come out of that, right? So in, in energy and, and new ideas, it's just fabulous. Yeah. We have so, a question from the audience. Jason Hopper, would you recommend recording the events then? A hundred percent. Yes, Jason. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, um, yes. Because at the end of the day, everything that you record, especially your events, that is there for people to watch the replay and also you can cut out little micro parts of the bigger video and make that into social media posts to mm -hmm. highlight a speaker or to highlight some kind of upcoming event so a hundred percent record everything 
Well, and, and we forgot to point that out. If you go uh, in Fanny's feed, which I don't know how easy it is to find the monthly uh, topics, Fanny, mm -hmm. uh, when, we, when you do live for our events, but, yeah. uh, but Facebook live, which is right now it's AITP Dallas. So if you go to Facebook and, and type in AITP Dallas and search, you'll find the last three years of recorded sessions. Yeah. Uh, now, if you go back three years ago, you'll see a very rudimentary, rudimentary version of the recording, right? And then this year we upped our game and this year we are still struggling with audio. So we're, we're, we're actually putting plans mm -hmm. together to make it even better for next year. But, the, but yes. the, point, the point is that they are out there. So you can, you can check out uh, all of that great content. Absolutely. And Chuck, I mean, you serve technology professionals in career transition, right? You've built a network to help people connect with each other, with recruiters, with potential employers, with career resources, resume writers, all of that. Um, walk us through a bit of how you've created this, this network and community. You just stole my thunder. <laughs> no, no, there's I'm, more to, for I you to you say. You know, it was, it was. Uh, I guess it comes from just the personal experience. When I was going to Tang and when I, when I got changed to BTNG and I was a member, right? Um, honestly, John Finout was more of a coach and a mentor than he knew. I mean, just watching his presentations, but uh, we couldn't gather a crowd. And, and uh, I just don't know. I mean, I'm going back to 2014, so... Um, I took over, I believe, in 2015 or 16. And, uh, you know, it was just uh, watching what John did. And then I tried to put it on steroids. I worked with Mike. He helped me with the facilities at the uh, Las Colonias Country Club. And, um, you know, I just started kind of doing my own thing. Um, and I mean that. And I'm, I'm, I'm a Yankee from Cleveland. I just said, do my own thing. Um, <laughs> But it's uh, it was a matter of just taking what I knew and what I was experiencing in the marketplace. You know, the difficulty for apply online in, in 2015 was it was just cumbersome. Uh, you jump forward to 2017, 18, it just got better. And and here we are, 2020. Honestly, it, it's it's really click apply online. Uh, there are some more government regulated organizations that go a lot more in detail. But for the most part, applying online is great. Um, now, what about you? What about yourself? What about the ATSs and the bots that are out there that you have to navigate through? So I was uh, basically challenged with my resume. I was challenged with my LinkedIn presence slash optimization. Um, I, I didn't know who to call and who to trust as far as uh, recruiters were concerned or these uh, other companies that try and get you to come in on paid services, which is okay because if, if that works for you, go there. Um, but I started building a, a uh, network of uh, DFW uh, located organizations that are all volunteer organizations. Yep, there you go. Yeah. Um, and that's the short list. Uh, but uh, again, these are organizations that care about you in transition and will provide you with resources. So what I tell uh, the, the members that come every month is go to each one of these at least one time. Um, because if you find something that, that helps you, you want to continue to absorb that. Uh, if it's not in your, if it doesn't help you or you already got that figured out, just, you know, move on to the next one, but go to them at least one time because each one of these offers you a unique, um, 
storyline or value prop or uh, you know uh, elevator story that helps you put your whole presentation and package together. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna say the last word Kaboli. Um, this is something that uh, Mike and his company offers, and I'm gonna let him speak about that. But if you join uh, BTNG and you land and you join ABTP, this could be an opportunity for you to have that as as a uh, um, resource for you as well. So Mike, you wanna talk about Kaboli real quick? Oh, is that okay, Fanny? Actually, real quick, like, uh can you just share with people real quick this document, what you've highlighted sure. in here? Yes. Mm -hmm. So at the top are, are just basically my favorite uh, job boards. Um, you can go out there and create very strong profiles and they do work. I get something from the first four every single day. Uh, the back three, um, you can use them if you want. Um, I've just, I'm using the front four. Yeah. Um, the social career oriented networks, we just talked about all those. And then uh, down at the bottom are my past guests, guest speakers from 2019 and 2020 uh, with different services. So you got Rosie's resumes. Guess what Rosie does or Juliet does? Mm -hmm. um, you know, Pathlinks, there's Fanny Dunnigan. <laughs> I met, I met Fanny. I got to tell a story, right? My, my go first, for it. <laughs> so here we go. Um, there's nothing on here that tells you to make videos, but that's where that's where Fanny came in. We spent a quality time together and she critiqued me and my my resume and my my style. She said, Chuck, you got to do one thing. She's got to do a video. And um, so Mr. Anal Retentive went home and, and scripted it out and tried to memorize it and present it perfectly. Um, and I tell everybody the story. I did 54 takes. And I hated every one of them oh and I never gosh. posted and I never posted yeah. it. Yeah. So I, I realized I just have to be myself. Mike alluded to this earlier. You just get out there and you just say, Hey, it's another great day. And you just talk and be normal. Yeah. And uh, you know, if you stop or stutter or lose your train of thought, just regroup, get in there and just keep moving forward. Cause that's normal. It's what we do. Absolutely. Um, got so, lots of, lots of tips. And for those of you out there, definitely. Um, Chuck, you have this whole document on your LinkedIn profile, right? Yes, it's in the yeah. featured section. So for those of you out there that are in career transition, you're going to want to have access to this list and definitely go connect with all these people. Go check out all these great organizations, uh, especially in DFW and now everything's online. This is a great resource for those in career transition. For sure. Um, so, Fanny, do you want me to talk a little bit about Kaboli? Yes, please. So, so if, if you're an executive that's in transition and a part of BTNG, because we treat you like a member, you're also uh, uh, available for member rewards. So my, my company, Cloudix, as I said, is a gold partner with Microsoft, and we do innovation. So we spun out or are spinning out Metaguru. That's why I now have two titles on LinkedIn uh, as a separate company. Um, and the next one that will likely spin out is Kaboli. Kaboli is a talent management solution for... Remind me the website address for that, Mike. I'll pull it up. It's really not accessible to the public ah, okay. by, by, in, uh, by invitation. Okay. Uh, but basically what we do is uh, I've done leadership development for the last 23 years. Um, and I put together a list of seven questions. I think it's seven or eight questions, Chuck. And uh, mm -hmm. they... I have a 30 minute meeting with you to walk through those questions and coach you on how to think about it. 
because we're creating a video um, marketplace of your career success. Um, and you can either think of it as there's a job at the end of it or there's a consulting assignment at the end of it. So you do either one. And then you prepare for a week or so on doing your video. So like Chuck, you may do a bunch of takes on each of the questions uh, on your own. And then when we get together for the hour long recording session, uh, you have you have really focused yourself on those seven questions. So we're talking about your elevator pitch at the very beginning, uh, what your super strengths are, what your superpowers are. Um, we ask you to think about a, a slew of things that people in the marketplace just aren't doing today. And you have the opportunity to show in your experience where you've done those things and why you are a step above. And then at the end, you do your elevator pitch again, and then that's the end of your primary Kaboli digital success story. Um, I stop the recording, and at that point, I do another recording, and we sit down and we look at your resume as if I were, I were at Starbucks with you, and you do a video resume. And that's only about three to four minutes. I've had people go as long as 20 minutes where they're actually walking you through the resume. Um, and then both of those videos go into your Kaboli profile. It is a differentiator, but not only is it a differentiator, it is a way for you to think about what are the three things that I am best at doing in the world and how can I present myself to the world? So when you're finished with that, um, even if the next job doesn't come from the Kaboli experience, it does help you get your heart straight your mind straight and your mouth straight about how you're going to answer questions uh, that you may not have thought of, uh, or you can intersperse those answers into your interview directly with a hiring manager. Yeah. Uh, so Kaboli is an experience. It's not just a technology um, and it's really powerful. Yeah. Awesome. For those of you in the comments, feel free to ask questions to Mike and Chuck. They have really been super involved in the technology community. So if you need any kind of introductions or connections, please you know, drop a question in the comments below or reach out directly to them. I can already see some folks kind of networking in there as well. I saw uh, Jason Hopper talking about he's on the Jewish Family Service Networking Group, kicks off January, 2021. Excellent. And um, lots of resources being exchanged in the comments. I love it. And networking, Jason and Mitch <laughs> are networking in there. Mark has more things to add to your list, Chuck. So okay, awesome, cool. awesome. Excellent. So, as we kind of get into networking, right? We're all technologists. Now, generally, um, you both of you are extroverts, right? Both of you are just, you could walk into a room and, and talk yeah. to anybody, right? But there's a lot of technologists that are introverts, right? And um, I wanted to kind of get from you guys, like, like Mike, for instance, like, there's so many introverted technology professionals or even just introverted people in general who dislike networking. Right. And uh, what are your thoughts about that and your, your tips around that? Well, I mean, just, just like the, the 23 years of leadership experience and, and teaching leadership, you know, you have to, if you are an introvert, um, and you want to be a leader of people, you're going to have to engage with them, right? So at some level, it's kind of table stakes for an executive to be able to do it. Um, 
So you have to uh, just get yourself ready, right? There are activities and the difference between what happens for an extrovert and introvert is this. When an extrovert walks into a room of people, they get energized, right? And when an introvert goes into a group of people, it takes energy from them. So if you prepare yourself with, uh, I don't know, a Red Bull or a coffee or so, or whatever it is that gets you going, right, before you get into that environment, you're going to be better ready to engage in that conversation. And then just like uh, we were talking about with the video creation, you just have to get yourself uncomfortable, right? Um, you know, I am an extrovert, but I uh, and Mary Leone and I've been going to this uh, Dallas uh, success thing. We don't we had we hadn't gone together. We were both introduced through different people, but we live in the same neighborhood. And her husband is the president of our homeowners association. <laughs> He's also my son's uh, soccer coach. So anyway, we carpool to the thing. Right. Um, it's a great way to catch up. But the point is, when, when I go into that meeting, I don't know anybody except Mary. So what I really would like to do is I would like to sit down next to Mary and and continue our relationship that we've had in the in the neighborhood for a while right but what i do is i go and i sit at a different table and i try to sit at a different table than i have ever sat with a different group of people right and just force yourself to go hello my name is mike uh how are you right? <laughs> and then and, then and just start there right at the very yeah, least find something that you have in common with them so that very act is what introduced me to John Ballas, who's our second speaker in 2021 at, at Success North Dallas. Um, I asked him what he did, he told me, and I and the connection that he and I have is I teach DevOps and he teaches Lean. He teaches Lean. Well, DevOps came out of the Lean movement. So everything that he talks about is the precursor of what technology does, you know, today in agile uh, and DevOps kind of world. Um, so anyway, find something that you have in common with them. And then the next time you come, the other thing is lower your expectations. The first time you go to a meeting, you're probably not going to find a job, right? If that's what you're looking for. Or don't or, go there expecting someone to buy your product immediately. Exactly. Right, right. Or you're going to go and you're going to, you're going to observe the group and introverts like observing. So maybe that's okay for the first couple of times, just kind of observe, see what the customs are, how they work and all that kind of thing. Um, and then if you come to ABTP, I will walk up to you because I'll know that I don't know you <laughs> and I'll try to make it easier for you. So yeah. if, if you are an introvert and you know how hard it is to break in, look for other people that are on the periphery of the group and just walk up to them. It's a smaller group, right? It makes maybe it get a little easier for you. Yeah. So those are kind of my thoughts about, you know, ticks and tips and tricks about how to how to network if you're not comfortable with it. I love it. And here in the comments, I see Cecilia, I'm an introvert and you can work on yourself to connect with others. You'll have to understand how you're wired before going out there, have a plan and strategy. Yeah. I also know plenty of shy extroverts. Yes, yeah, I'm actually, yeah. I, I feel like I'm a quiet extrovert actually. And then uh, Mike was saying I was an introvert and LinkedIn changed me. Yeah, Mike's, yeah. Mike Metarian. <laughs> He is all over LinkedIn now yeah. doing yeah. video. So congrats, Mike. Job. Awesome, awesome. And Jason says, Mike, that was a great tactic you have. Um, but yeah, definitely, you know, 
get yourself out there. We're all uncomfortable. I think it might seem right. like we're all calm on the outside, right. but we still have butterflies. We still have like a, you know, a little bit of a pounding heart. Even for me, like right before a show, I'm like, okay, let's go, <laughs> you know, yeah, and turn it on. I, I think um, Professor Mike said it beautifully. And the only thing I, the only observation I have is that I'm an extrovert on Red Bull. So I <laughs> that just jacked it up a little bit more. And then, and then I flash back when I go into the like micro, Microsoft Ignite conferences, you know, with 20,000 uh, geeks, let's just call us what, who we are, right? And uh, hey, from, all, from all over the world. Well, a lot of those people are there alone, right? They just jet set from anywhere in the United States, anywhere in the world to, to this one location for a five, five day deal. You know, so they're sitting at a, a, a lunch table by themselves, you know, and like, like Mike, I, I go up and just, Hey, I plop down and say, you know, who are you? And which you never know who you're going to meet. Yes. I mean, you, you can sit down to the president of some organization there that's, you know, uh, checking out the products. So um, you've got to get out of your comfort zone. You've got to do what Mike said. And, and those are great, great. That's great advice. Yeah. Now, Chuck, I have a question for you because you've been in the corporate environment for for decades. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, old, I'm old. <laughs> No, you're experienced. And, you know, I also meet a lot of corporate professionals, especially they, they have the steady job and they've been in corporate, just kind of like climbing the ladder and they don't see the benefit of going to a networking event. Um, they have everything they need in their company. So, you know, corporate or networking events are for sales professionals or just for people, you know, just mingling. Right. Yeah, but yeah. why do you think it's so important to be networking even when you're employed or, you know, have a steady job? So I've, I've been looking since uh, for a new job since January and lots of activity all the way through March, um, three and four interviews deep and then COVID hit and it just turned to crickets and at, up to that point my my competition in dfw for the the job roles that i was looking for was probably three to four hundred people uh, that most of them i know um but after covid uh when organizations uh took the opportunity to flatten their organizations people just got laid off because of the economy people lost their jobs they'd been there for five to 25 years um they the, there's a shocking experience that you have there. So, um, sorry, I just lost my train of thought, Fanny. <laughs> no, when you're in corporate, you don't see the importance of networking. So, so what? So the importance here is my my competition grew almost by threefold. A lot of people my age in the same professions lost their jobs. They found found themselves looking, and um, uh, it, it is the day and age that we're living in right now, and um, we're, we're here to help you and guide you and direct you through those first steps. And and just you know, like the resources that we posted online, there it's it's get out there, uh, understand how you can market yourself and be more relevant. Now, well, I'll also say this, you know, as a I get this SVP title, but um, you know, if you talk to Lawrence Lockman, who was one of my guest speakers. Lawrence stepped back and said, you know, in this day and age and things are going, this is pre-COVID too, how do I reinvent myself? What do I want to be when I grow up? And these are really, you know, adult questions here I'm asking. Are you really doing what you like to do? Are you in a sweet spot, we like to call it? So 
I challenge people to don't worry about title. Don't, don't, don't worry about, you know, what you did in the past. What do you want to do now? So take that opportunity today to, to just step back from everything you know and everything you do. What do you want to do, right? Well, I want to be a master chef. Uh, well, go for it. Go to culinary school. You know, there are so many things that, that we don't really think about when we're in that job transition because all we're focused on is paying the bills. What am I going to do next? Oh, my gosh, you know, the mortgage. And, and uh, just step back, calm down, think about it, pray about it, let yourself... Ask, ask, ask yourself the question, what would really make me happy right now? Well, I mean, so, so think, think of this too, even if that doesn't happen to you, right? The reason to network if you're a corporate professional and you've never done it is to, is to understand what the trends are that are happening in the marketplace, right? So in January, we're going to have the Infotech guys, uh, David Glazer, come and speak about what the top trends are. And our speakers are looking forward. They're they're kind of retrospecting what they've done in their in their career, but they're all looking forward to 2021 to see what it is that we need to do differently than we did before. So in in hearing other people, it enriches your life, not, not just the humanity part of it because you're with other people, but the the intellectual and spiritual part because you're hearing people who are thoughtful. And are trying to think about, you know, if we have unethical systems in the in the marketplace um, and in our uh, in our politic, how can we, as business technology professionals, actually impact that for the for good? And there will be opportunities to do something about it, right? Rather than just sitting back and looking at it. Yeah. So, so it's it's it's, it's absorb. It's absorb. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I'll let you finish. I was going to say, it's absorbing knowledge from any any opportunity you have. I mean, I was going to a lot of security uh, seminars just because security is a, a major part of what I deliver from IT solutions perspective. So it was good to keep current. Uh, you know, you're not working right now, so uh, you've got to apply for jobs. You've got to stay relevant and you've got to uh, go to networking events where you are exposed. Um and, and they even think about there's a lot of online courses you can take that are absolutely free and you just got to keep your, your skills sharp. Um, and, you know, again, uh, I've just happenstance go to a networking meeting, not no expectations and you meet somebody significant exactly. and uh, they can change your life. So um, that's my advice for all of them. And, and, you know, Fanny, we're talking introvert, extrovert. It's, it's hard re regardless of whether you're introvert or extrovert to go to that first meeting. Yeah. Um, cause you don't have any expectations, but, uh, yeah. once you meet people like Fanny Dunnigan and, and Mike <laughs> Rochelle, I'm telling you, it changes your world. It really does. You yeah. get, and I, I tell you, you guys have changed my world. And my favorite quote, right? Your network is equivalent Net worth is equivalent to your network. Yes, um, and at the end of the day, I, I like to think of it also as the fact that I actually don't think the purpose of life is necessarily just to be happy. Like I actually think the purpose of life is to grow. Right. And we only grow when we're learning, when we're connecting with other people, we're interacting, we learn from each other, we grow with each other and open up our world and open up our minds. So I think a big part of it is, is learning and growing. Right. And, and I think that's what networking gives us 
Um, and even when we think we're in the most stable of jobs and you can be there still for another 10 years, think of like, especially in technology, so many things are changing. Like, I, <laughs> you know, we might just know a pocket of te mm -hmm. technology and something else is happening on the other side. And uh, I think definitely keeping up with trends, meeting other connections, and you just never know um, who you'll meet and what you'll learn. So exactly. for sure, for sure. Now let's kind of look towards the future. Mike, we have 2021 events coming up, right? Um, please share with folks. I'm going to pull it up on my screen here. We have a lot of great speakers coming up, but let's highlight the first three that are coming for the Association of Business Technology Professionals. Yeah, so you'll notice that each of these dates, January 26th, February 23rd, and March 23rd are the fourth Tuesday of the month. So every month, the fourth Tuesday of the month at Las Colinas Country Club, God willing, will be there in person, but will always be online. Uh, fourth Tuesday at 6 p.m. And then Chuck and BTNG actually meets at 4 p.m. So if you are a seeker, you can come to the seeker group meeting, which is BTNG, and take advantage of the ABTP meeting. That's why we schedule it that way. Uh, this year, we're kicking off. We've got some more scheduled, but we're kicking off with David Glazer. I've talked about him multiple times. Uh, he's actually going to be sharing uh, technology trends that Infotech, which is a Gartner-like organization based out of Toronto, and I'll say it's a Gartner-like you used to know it, right, uh, from years ago, a pure research organization, really powerful group. Uh, they were introduced to us by Nina DeFrancisco, who's been a longtime friend of, a, uh, of ABTP. We actually did a, a leadership uh, session with her a couple of years ago. But anyway, she, she introduced David to us, and we're really excited to have him come. He's actually going to be dropping some videos in the month of December. Uh, so uh, look out for that on my feeds and uh, maybe Fanny's and Chuck's, too, if they pick it up. Mm -hmm. um, like I, told, I talked about earlier, uh, I went to uh, Success North Dallas. Um, I awkwardly asked this guy what he does, and I told him what I do, and we kind of hit it off. And uh, he has uh, been coming the last couple of meetings to our IBTP meetings and uh, selling uh, his current book, but he has a new book that's coming out. a copy out. of his book. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. He'll be given that new uh, or have that new book by the time uh, we get together in February. And then Dick Daniels, who, uh, believe it or not, 20 years ago was my student, uh, where I learned more from him than he did from me as the facilitator of leadership forum. Uh, but he, he just retired as the Kaiser Permanente CIO after 12 years. He's now a part of the Silicon Valley Bank. It's one of the biggest uh, uh, investor banks in the Silicon Valley. Uh, so he's going to talk about 40 years of retrospective of what he's seen in the IT world and then where we can go from here. Um, he has a perspective on our racial journey conversation from last year that he'll share as a part of that. Um, and he's just a real servant leader. Uh, I think you're going to really find some value in hearing what he has to say um, in a fatherly way to us that are still in the game and, uh, and building ethical systems. Awesome, yeah. I mean, I think even for me, when I was, when I first met both of you, what really stood out to me about the this organization, and, and I don't 
lightly promote organizations without facts and, and research is that it's a technology association. So I definitely learn technology trends and the latest things. But what really touches me is that you guys are about ethics, about principles, about leading with heart, servant leadership. And so there's this whole heart side of it right. to the organization. So mm -hmm. I always kind of say like it, it feeds my head and it feeds my heart. And yeah. what more do you need in life, right? So for those of you out there, if, if we've kind of like shared um, all these kind of different events, definitely check out abtpdfw.org. We welcome everyone and uh, we're going to be in person and virtual. So definitely check our website out. And just looking at some of the comments in here, you know, Jason Hopper was saying, yes, that's why networking is so exciting. The next person you meet could unlock your next opportunity. Amen. And if not that one, then the next or the next. Yeah, that's so right. You get, you don't stop. Keep going. Yeah, Mark Reynolds. And I love this. You also network to find people who have solved problems you are facing. Exactly. Right? Yeah, and Mark, who Mark, may help you with your experience. I'm sorry. Go Mark, ahead, Mike. Mark has an extraordinary experience base himself in IT leadership. Yeah. And is really a professional, uh, uh, an expert on RPA. So uh, to his point, you know, if you, if you need to know what to do and how to do it, He's been there and done that. So uh, connect with him. Absolutely. Uh, and even yeah. Lawrence, our, one of our favorite members, you know, he said, thank you, Chuck. It's never too late to reinvent yourself. And for those of you that don't know Lawrence, definitely connect with him. He has totally reinvented himself from being part of a startup to now taking training and becoming a data scientist. Yep. So shout out to Lawrence. Everyone definitely reach out to him. Steve Helms is on, one of oh, our great man. members. He said, great servant leaders represented at ABTP for sure. So, so Fanny, let me talk about Steve. Too. So Steve is the president of one of our sponsored organizations. We, we have been partners for four years with the, uh, the DFW Technology Prayer Breakfast. And while that happens only once a year, they have a, a ministry uh, that... Uh, uh, what is it? Transition. Transition point with Transition Matthew point. Harrington. Sorry, I, uh, with Matt Harrington. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so they're great partners of ours. Uh, they actually do our opening prayer every every uh, month at our chapter meetings yep. to cover the food and and our and our discussions. Um, so, Steve, thanks very much for coming today. Uh, we're looking forward to September of 2021. I still don't know what the topic is or who it, who is coming to speak. So uh, maybe we can talk about that over the next month or so. Merry Christmas to you and yours and uh, happy Hanukkah and, uh, and any other holiday that's happening for those that are, that are not Christian as well. Yeah, and there's the website right there, dfwtechpb.com. So make sure you check that out for those of you that want to attend um, in 2021. Yeah. Fanny, I had a unique yeah. experience with Please. this. I, I was actually at the first DFW Technology Prayer Breakfast uh, that uh, was hosted by Interstate Batteries and Merv Tardy. So um, great group. I mean, we had like 150 people at the first one, and I think this was the seventh or eighth annual, and we were up to like 1,200 people in person last uh, the, the prior year, but even virtually, I'm not sure what the numbers were, but I know that we uh, had a huge attendance and it's, 
it's great. Everybody gets to invite somebody to come to their round table, get breakfast and, and hear a message uh, on Christ. So it was really great. And Steve, thanks for uh, being with us today. Thank you. Yes. So time flies <laughs> as always on the show, but I wanted to kind of wrap up or close out with a gratitude practice because mm. for me, nothing this year has, has certainly brought tons of challenges, but um, I know I'm still grateful for health and for being here for great friends and connections like you all. Mike, what are you grateful for this year? Yeah, so uh, I mean, obviously, uh, for you and Chuck, I mean, uh, we had our our last board meeting of the year this week, um, and it's really great to get together with a, a group of people that whose heart are to serve and uh, and provide something for others uh, without ask for remuneration. So it's a beautiful thing. So I appreciate your volunteering for the group and and for all you guys do to help uh, other people. Um, I think too, uh, you know, you asked this uh, as we were prepping yesterday. Um, I want to thank my wife. I mean, you know, we've been together for 29 years this year, and next uh, uh, September 1st will be our 30th anniversary. Uh, we've been through together through thick and thin. Have three kids: one in college, one in high school, and one in middle school. Um, and I would be nothing without her. I mean, there's there's nothing I could do um, if I didn't have her in my life. So I really appreciate her my kids and obviously my family, but uh, this gratitude practice thing can go on and on. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the beautiful thing about it is just think about it every day. And um, I appreciate those I have not met yet. I appreciate those I've not served yet. So we'll see, we'll, we'll see where that goes in 2021. I think it's looking uh, to a, uh, towards a, a healing year and a good year. And I'm looking forward to that too. So I'm grateful for, the adversity that we've gone through this year, because it helps us to know what good looks like again, you know? Yeah. So what about you, Chuck? So my, my uh, daily gratitude starts with my Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. And, and then, uh, you know, I, I, when I moved to Texas, uh, Tom Landry, I heard him on talking about the, uh, his, his coaching uh, practices. And he tells his team, you know, God first, your family second, football third. Well, I'd like to take that a step further and say, you know, God first, my wife second, my family third, and then everything else follows. Um, but God in control. And, and, and as Mike, you know, uh, said thank you to his wife, I'd like to say thank you to my wife, Nancy, of 33 years, uh, three adult children, three uh, wonderful grandsons. And uh, uh, although it's been a long, hard year, you know, I, I consider ourselves blessed and and I just thank God for everything that he does do, has done and will do for me in the future. And and again, I thank you for relationships and, and the friendships that I have through uh, these these boards and just uh, through networking. You get to you get to meet a lot of great people. So I'm this thankful. is all through networking. <laughs> I am thankful for all of you. Thank you out there as well. For sure. And for all of you out there. Um, very thankful for you joining us this week and listening in, offering all those comments and thoughts and questions. And I saw tons of networking there. So I hope you met somebody new that you never knew before. And that turns out to become a great connection, friendship, whatever that will evolve into. And for those of you out there, I have one more show 
this year. And it is going to be my 2020 wrap up show next Thursday at four Ooh. central. Oh, <laughs> this either. is, it will be episode 36 next That's week. Crazy wow. Episode 36. I started, I got yeah. approved for LinkedIn live at the beginning of the pandemic. So somehow something, someone <laughs> was looking out for me. Yeah. And, um, and now I'm on episode 35 with you all, but, uh, Please tell everyone to join me next Thursday. I'm going to have prizes and giveaways and I'll play Santa Claus or Mrs. Claus. Right, <laughs> um, awesome. So I'm going to have microphones to give away and um, tripods and my favorite books and um, content tips and uh, exciting news for the Fantastic. new year. So please join me next Thursday at four central for my last show of the year. And, um, and thank you, Mike. And thank you, Chuck, for you, an amazing oh, year and connections and friendship. Yeah. I'm, I'm so lucky. I feel it. I feel so lucky to know you all and to, to know all those folks in the audience. Um, and uh, so thank you for both your time today. Thank, Thank you. you. Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah Merry Christmas. Christmas. And everyone, continue to shine your light, share your message, share your voice, and hopefully you'll do it through video. Awesome. And join our Technology Association. Yeah, y'all come. <laughs> yeah. Wow.